hello, 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 hello. <laughs> Welcome back to the hottest podcast on the block, the Tuss the City podcast. I am Fax Mercury. Alongside me is the illustrious, industrious Mr. Daniel <laughs> You already know, man. Mr. BBC himself, you feel me? You already know. <laughs> Young Billionaire Boys Club, you know what I'm saying? You're in here. You know what I mean? This is what we repping today. I don't even know what's the course here on it. You know what I'm saying? Throwing all, all the sponsorships in here. You feel me? Nah, fuck it. I wish. Sponsor me. That's me begging to be sponsored. <laughs> nah, we back at it, man. It's Young Swim in it. You know, we here. You know, we just ready to turn up, bro. I'm ready to hear to, to give y'all the facts, you know? With facts, you feel me? Just... You see what I'm doing there? Spitting the bars today. <laughs> oh, no. So we're back. Episode 27. A big shout out. Uh, NBA player wears number 27. Mr. Where the hell did you come from? Jamal Murray. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Yo, that, that one hit right in the soul, man, because I'm about to get into that motherfucker today. Man, Jamal Murray. Shout out Jamal Murray. He's a killer, bro. He's a killer. Killer. So, shit. How was, the, how was your week? How was this week? The week of... I don't even know what week. Yeah, what is it? What is this? This is considered, I guess you would say, the second, third week. Wow, already the third week of That's September, nasty. I would That's say. Nasty. That is absolutely That's disgusting because we've been locked in our house now, I, I want to say three months. Yeah, it's like, crazy. it's so crazy. Like, I, I was talking to my wifey the other day and she was like, yo, bro, I wish it wasn't even like summer. I wish like we didn't just go over summer. Like, that's a fact, bro. Like, I, I can't believe we're about to be locked into another New York City winter. Because, you know, fall only lasts, like, about three to four weeks. By the time it hit October, it's about to be brick out here. It's about to be crazy brick. It's about to be. It's, it's, yo, it's 60 to 50 out, 55 in the morning out right now. This is going to be a brick winter. <laughs> yeah, it's about to be a brick come winter time again. So I'm definitely not looking forward to that shit. Oh, my God. But, I mean, as far as my week goes, you know, it's it's been pretty chill. I, I mean, stayed home. I stayed home actually all week. I, well, actually, no, I'm capping. I'm already lying because I did go to work obviously through the week, not entirely all days. I think I've only went, I want to say Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. That's how many days. Like even this inconsistent in and out of the office type schedule that I'm kind of giving myself is yeah. just it's very strange. Like some days I don't even I don't even remember some days when I'm in office at work or some days when I was at home because I've kind of had to blur the lines when you're locked in home for six months. And then my computer room, this room that we're shooting the podcast, I'm shooting the podcast in, this is my office as well, though, when I'm working. So, like, I always feel like I'm working 24-7. I feel like I'm never off the clock. I never, like, you know, people are like, oh, uh, when's the last time you were in the office? I'm like, oh, shit, was it yesterday or the day before? The day before? You know, I really don't know. Like, so, you know, my ass, I was going to the office a couple of times last week. And, you know, we're actually in the middle of a project where I'm deploying a lot of, like, hardware to executives. So, they have me doing a lot more like in-person, I would say, work right now. I have to get to the network so that I'm able to image or physically at least stage machines. And then I could come home and remotely image them and manage them. So that's kind of been my week, at least for the most part. Uh, other than that, I mean, I, I've been trying to uptick on my gaming again. Like, because I have this weird relationship with gaming, right? Um, you know, I know, obviously, the homies, niggas, everybody out here, they still gaming and everybody be playing. And I, I don't know if it's just me, but I, I truly feel like I've lost the love for gaming, like to the point where it's like, you know, I look at my friends list and I see somebody playing a game and I know they're having a good time playing that game because they've been playing that motherfucker a lot. They've been playing it not like only the last couple of weeks. They've been playing it for months or years or putting like real serious dedication and time into it. I, I, I don't have that with any game anymore. 
So like this week, I've recently picked up Far Cry Five and Far Cry New Dawn. I got it on Humble mm. Bundle. Shout out Humble Bundle. I'm gonna give y'all a plug right now. If, uh, I think right now in September for the month of September, they're doing a deal on it, so you could get it for twenty three dollars both games. That's not too bad at all on PC. Uh-huh. I don't know if that's the same one on Xbox, but you know, go check it out. Um, and that shit goes to charity, so it's worth it actually. Uh, but yeah, I picked up that on fucking game, and you know, I've been playing it. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. Uh. It, you know, it's an RPG open world. You know, you just get to like level yeah, yeah. up. I the played story. five. I didn't play New Dawn though. Oh, you, you oh you played five. Yo, bro, that game yeah, is yeah. mad fun. The game is yeah, mad I fun. I played five when it came out. I don't know for some reason I just fucked with the setting when I saw the trail. I was like, I- I'm actually gonna play this Far Cry because I played yeah. three in Blood Dragon. I didn't play four mm-hmm. and the other shit that came out. There was like the weird ones like Far Cry, oh, like Primal. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. yeah. I didn't play any of that. And then five, I saw that and I was like, nah, I'm going to play that shit. It was the story is yeah. bugged the fuck out. First yeah, of all. it's like, fucking OD crazy, bro. It's OD out. crazy. Yeah, honestly, like, I, and honestly, that's one of my mistakes what, right did now. You, you beat the game? Not yet. I'm 20% okay. in though right now. I, I'm, okay. I'm pretty much just about to finish uh, one of the territories. I'm like right yeah, about yeah. to finish it. I'm almost done with the first territory. So, like, I'm I'm playing the game and you know just like you said I mean it's a blast in the past I haven't played a game like that in a while RPG you know you have perks skills you you party system um, threat system with enemies and stealth and action uh, aerial water and, like there's so many different ways like it's pretty much like Skyrim just you know gun Skyrim and shit like that yeah pretty much like so you know bro. I guess yeah. I was rocking with the boat for a bit. Oh yeah, oh D, bro. Like honestly, exactly. I've, there's so many ways to play the game, and I think that's the thing that I'm really enjoying out of the game. And there's a lot of co-op. Think like unfortunately on PC, like I don't got anybody playing the game right now. I don't. And even if you go look for like a lobby or something, there's like only three lobbies. And New Dawn exists. So if I'm pretty sure if I go on New Dawn, everybody's playing New Dawn. If there's anybody playing that game still, you know what I mean. Yeah. And like that's that's uh at least something that I want to get ahead and and do I'll, like the, honestly the one thing that i did want to do is yeah, how, how much is that shit how much oh, is no that it's shit? cheap it's cheap as shit i mean i, I would honestly I, I gotta shoot you that I'm cd yeah. but i would say go check it out I'll, Yo, no, I'll, I'll download it again because i had it for uh xbox one i didn't have it for uh pc so i'm for pc i play that shit honestly, second part. oh bet i'm with it now second part mm-hmm. of this so i was gonna say i was gonna actually stream it because you know i'm trying to get back into my streaming i actually still game so like, you know, between this game, Warzone, those two have been kind of like my games. I've been really, really hitting it off. You know, I'm talking, I'm lying on myself. And I know, like, I'm I'm kind of going along with it. I love going along with it on my what did I do. Because so, I really be, I guess I do be doing shit and I remember when I speak to you. So it, it actually brings me joy in remembering and being able to share with everybody on the pod. So, like, this past week, I'm playing Warzone or whatever. And, like, I've been popping off. Like, honestly, like, you could track your um your skills in 2020 on a whole nother level. It's like a whole nother level compared to like the way you used to be able to do it back in the day. And yeah. you know, as millennials, like it's so it feels so old headed to say that shit because growing up, like you know me, everybody who knows me know me. I, I'm a, I was a cod god. Like that's really what I take pride in. Between that and then fighting games, like I was really like that's what I really take my head off and like I, I really have respect in that shit. And you know, you couldn't really track your skills outside of the KDRs back then. Like, you just saw your kill death. You knew how many kills you, people was putting up and how many deaths they had. And you knew what their ratio was. And you know what I mean? I, 2.0, 2.5, 3.5, 4.0. Eventually, like, I, I was really nice. So, like, in this shit, I'm not going to lie. With skill-based matchmaking, 
it's a lot tougher. It's a lot tougher to grind your, your KDR. Cool. It's it's not easy at all. So like you know, that's I know you, you you can relate with that thing too, right? That's exactly. Oh my god! Every exactly. game is like, every game is a sweat fest. It's a it's sweat, a sweat fest. fest. If you're not playing at your absolute best, you're just getting steamrolled. Then you're like, damn, but I don't want to do this every time I get on. This. You just want to you want to casually play the game, and that's a whole nother discussion. I'm not going to yeah. talk about it on this podcast, but why? Like, I feel the way I feel about games. That's what takes the fun out of it. The whole like aggression of having to be that sweaty at all times. Like, yeah. I, maybe I played like that back then, and I was stub popping, like stub steamrolling a a whole bunch of noobs. But like, I don't want to run into a. 16 of me's every fucking game. I don't want to do that. That's a very, very hard game. And like, I know Jock, he gonna listen to this shit. He can fucking relate because it's me and him. We run duos. That's my brother right there. We be really fucking people up in Call of Duty. Like, we be we be on Kai GG. If y'all go check out Kai GG's right now, I'm talking putting up like professional stat lines like over the last couple games like because that's what we do. Like, we be, we be out here and like putting up real ratios and shit. And do the skill-based matchmaking the way it works though, it's like, all right, like my KDR says I'm a 1.7, but literally over the last couple of months, if I could trend it, there's no way that shit is telling me that I've been putting up less than like a 3.0 KDR. And 3.0 KDR just for figure is like almost COD Pro League. It's like right in that range. It's it's actually in that range, depending on the teams that if you, you know, obviously if you got a good team and y'all all by 3.0s, like that's considered a professional, you borderline pro or you're right there in pro. So I'm like, you know, like I've really been taking pride in that. I'm trying to get back into streaming that because people do enjoy watching me play. I've, people have told me that, you know, or at least people that even have played with me whenever I'm like playing with my bros, they'd be like, yeah, you know, like you can do that shit. So I've, I'm trying to like at least get back into that. I think we can do that with Far Cry 5. That would be mad fun, too, because from what I understand is a co-op to the game. I mean, like it yeah, says yeah. co-op, you can invite somebody. Do you like level up together and shit? Is that is that actually how? Yeah, it works? yeah, you level up. Yeah, yeah, you play. Oh, you yo. can play like the entire thing together. I'm pretty yo, sure. I gotta get yo. I'll, I'll send you the humble bundle then, for real. If you, yeah, yeah. If you, that ask what it will we'll fucking yeah, play. Yeah, I'm yeah. Right. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much just been my weekend. I mean I literally been playing that most of today. I'll be honest. Like I've been, I worked from home today and I was playing that at the same time. Shame on me. And I was actually doing some. I was productive at the same time. No, I was doing some video editing actually. Shout out to uh, DaVinci Resolve holding it down. So I was doing that. And yeah, I mean, it's just been a blast. Like doing that has just reignited like mad shit like that I've been doing, man. Like you see, just like I said, video editing. Like I ended up just, it, something about playing the games made me focus heavy on the way I was tuning my PC. So I, I was doing BIOS work. It was weird. Like I started like doing mad different shit. I was doing BIOS work, working on cooling effectively cooled my machine a little bit better. So I was getting better performance. So what did I do? I took it off my 1440p monitor. I've been playing Far Cry 5 on my 4K monitor. So what did I start doing? I was benchmarking all my games. Like, I, that's what I do. Like, when I get bored, I just start doing shit like that. And, I, you know, shit scientific. I mean, I started getting mad research. And I, I, shit, I found out that my 2080 realistically is a 4K card. Like, I could play all my games at 4K at 60 frames per second at high settings or at you know, mixture of high settings, I would say, like if I'm turning off aliasing. To me, L4K, I don't run aliasing. That's a whole nother geek talk. I don't want to kill you though. What did you do this week, brother? I just I just looked, I took 10 minutes, I held it down just now. Shout out, shout out the pie. Yo, we the podcast kids. This is effortless though, bro. This shit is crazy. People really ask us every fucking week. Son, it's crazy. They really be telling oh, me. Man. They be like, yo, Teddy, yo, how do you guys do it though? Y'all be talking and it sounds effortless. Like I that I just got a text, bro. And I actually wanted to uh, send it to you and Ruthie. I got to make sure to do that. 
that's gonna be a thing. And yeah. in, in our group text, we're gonna shoot it between all of us anytime. So do uh, that and the humble bundle. Exactly. As soon as we're done. And you know, they was just like, yo, bro, like the way I was talking, I didn't even know the the episode was literally about what y'all did this week. You made that shit sound so effortless. I was like, yo, that's crazy. Thank you. Like, thank you, one, for listening. Shout out, bro. Yeah. Like, he, he's probably going to listen again. Hopefully he listened again. I, I think he might have been a first time listener, to be honest. It was some cloudy dude that hit me up. So if you listen again, bro, shout out to you. And, um, you know, just, you know, continue to spread the love, man. So what's yeah, going on, brother? How, what, you, what you do this week, uh, <laughs> uh, I didn't really do well. Did I really do much? No, I did a fair amount of stuff, actually. Uh, Just more music related. Just, you know, some slight dabblings hey. and stuff. As I'm trying to sort ideas out, so that felt productive. Mm-hmm. Um, I did feel like I played a lot of games last week more yeah. than this week. Yeah. What, what but, was you um, playing though? Like just C two? Um, yeah, because I have uh, Dexter got his PC up, so now he's playing. I play way more if I have people to play with because I could do more. So I was yeah, just, we were just from mad shit that I was like, all right, we didn't do this, this, this. So I did a lot of that. Um. I actually was playing some Doom Eternal again. Ah, that's just to sharpen the skills again, just to see. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, there's a mod for Devil May Cry 5. So what's crazy, it adds co-op Bloody Palace. Mm-hmm. But the weirdest thing is, like, the, that's not in the game. And oh, all shit. you're doing is you turn it on. It's like a mod menu. And then you play, you go into Bloody Palace. You set your level. And then if Akil sets the level to, it pairs us. I have no idea how it does that. But literally, all we do is be like, all right, let's start from one. And then we'll be like, yo, I see you. You're in here. And it's just, we're like just playing together. It's the craziest shit. I have yo, no idea how it does. Gangster. Like, no matchmaking to find him. It just connects us. Wow. That's crazy. So it's just like, like, what the way? What? That's so That's so crazy. Yo, like, you really can pull off some incredible shit on PC. Like, every single time somebody tells me about some new mod or, like, some new room mechanic or something, I'm like, yo, wait, what? Like, what? That's crazy. That, it's crazy. So we do that, and it's like, I mean, you could only be, there could only be one Dante and one of each character. So I played Nero, he plays Dante, but it's still just crazy that we're actually, and it's it looks pre, uh, fairly good. It works fairly well. Like, mm-hmm. so I, yeah, I do that. Shit. I told told my friend Nick about that there's literally another crazy mod. There's literally Skyrim multiplayer. Like there's just an nah, entire thing. stop playing because I actually have Skyrim. I was gonna reinstall can, it too. You can legit have a Skyrim multiplayer now. They're like about you can do about 50% of the quests with each other in the, oh, in the game. And I'm like, well, I, I, gotta, a lot of now I gotta download it. Now I gotta download it. I gotta see because people were saying, I was just like, this is just getting out of hand. This is getting out of hand. Yo, PC gaming. And honestly, you know what? Playing Far Cry, Far Cry 5 has made me realize that although like, you know, I feel like I've, I'm, I'm kind of like under the like just spell of like looking for, you, you know, you're just always looking for the next game. Rather than sometimes stepping back and just appreciating the games that you probably didn't play, that is still pretty fucking good. Like, like I'm surprised at how good Far Cry 5 looks. I know from New Dawn, like, they didn't make, like, too many changes. Like, I know it's obviously going to be a graphical enhancements and, you yeah. know, it's like a little bit of mechanic probably overall is going to be better and then more into that RPG feel. Like, I was already looking at gameplay. Looks a lot more like an RPG in New Dawn. Like, when you take into that all of that into account, you know, 
like Far Cry Five, like Five was only made, I think, in 2018. It said on, on the release date. I gotta like double check Ubisoft. It'll okay. tell me right here. Yeah. It'll probably tell me right here. I'll have it pulled up in a second. But even if it was made in like 2017 or 2019, I mean, it, it looks damn good, bro. It looks damn good on my screen mechanically. It plays very similar to most shooters that I would play any day today. Um, you know, I still feel like I'm working on my flick control and things like that. Like. The, the the mechanics for the most part for me is going to translate into Warzone as stupid as it sounds because I'm sliding, fucking jump pop shotting everywhere. And, you know, even in the multiplayer, when I went into the multiplayer, like it was like three lobbies. So, you know, they, you had to have some like Chinese hacker in there or some shit. Yeah. I was in there popping the fuck off, though. Like and like after a while, they all just started coming to me because it was like, you know, you get to translate those first person shooter skills regardless of the first person. Like you're yeah. just going to start dominating. And that's exactly what started happening. So, you know, I'm, I'm really like, yeah, that's it. It's been dope, man. And just getting that reconnection into like PC hardware and just like, man, like you see, like now that shit got me amped again for the 3080 release. I don't know about you, bro, but I'm fucking hyped, dog. Like now I'm, I'm really hyped yeah. about that shit. I know yeah. like real nerd shit, like nobody, I feel like some people might know about it, but then not a lot of people might truly understand why computing is really important but i'm telling you like most people would benefit like from having a pc or like like i said i feel like we touched on a little bit last pod but you know if you're using an apple macbook if you use an imac these guys are like built with the same components that we're kind of here describing like i'm pretty sure you know amd they actually did go ahead and announce the uh i think the 60 6000 xt i have it actually liked i want to pull it up right here real quick yeah they have the uh, Radeon RX 6000 series. And um, I'll, I'm going to try and actually post a fucking picture of that shit in the video. Um, and it, I mean, I'm not going to lie. It looks amazing. I actually want to see what the numbers is going to look like. To be honest, if they can still put out a card that can compete with the 3080 and the 3090 in terms of performance, mm-hmm. like they still have a pretty good chance of like selling well in comparison. Like, because to be honest, up until this generation, the big thing and the big reason why there's so much hype around this generation, if you're an owner of the one of the 2000 series of cards, um, so that's RTX 2 on um, 2060, 2070, 2080, uh, and 2080 uh, Ti, any of those guys and the super variants, uh, those guys added the RTX features from the 10,000 series. And it was a major letdown because when you looked at the benchmarks, the benchmarks showed that the 10,000 series, pretty much at, at least at the 2080 Ti level, would pretty much perform at the exact same level of a 2080, which was just crazy. Like, all right, you know, why would we pay that much more money? Or like, why would somebody, and they raised the the value. Like the 30, I don't even mean to jump back and forth because it's like, but this is where it's at. Like the 3080 is 699, right? The uh, 2080 was 799 at release. So I'm I'm not going to lie. I paid a little bit of a premium. I, I paid... Uh, I got an open box though. Thankfully, shop smart guys. You can get things used and you can save good money. I went to Micro Center, shopped open box, and I was able to snag an RTX twenty eighty overclock Strix uh, ROG. That motherfucker is pretty much the expensive of the expensive uh, type of twenty eighty that you could have got. It's the best twenty eighty you can get. Um, that shit, I think, uh, retailed at nine hundred dollars. I got it used for six eighty, so I got it not only way off of price, I got it under the pricing. Of even yeah, you told, you told me this actually. Yeah, so I got it. I got it right around the pricing of what a thirty eighty would be today, which is beautiful. Yeah. That is exactly what you want to spend on something yeah. like an eighty series card. 
but the 2080 didn't out like it didn't kill the 1080 even me i was disappointed i had the 2080 and i had a 1080 i didn't have a 1080 ti but i had a 1080 upgraded to a 2080 and and you know while i was impressed the thing is i was playing on a 1440p monitor you don't see the gains as dramatically and even this generation you probably won't see the gains as dramatically coming from like 1080p let's say or 1440p if you have cards that and like this is where you're right like so you have a 1070 right yeah Yeah. (laughs) going into the next generation of games as if ray tracing isn't bothering you and like you might not necessarily have to have gotten rid of the 1070 or even somebody with a 1080 ti like right now if rtx isn't really their plate like they don't care about those advanced shadows and dlss and trying to get into 1440p or, or 4k high fps and they're just at a 1080p playing at 60 frames per second they don't have to upgrade they don't have to upgrade so when, when you consider that like to somebody who paid money from a 1080 ti let's say to a 1080 uh 2080 they were disappointed especially because rtx when you turn that motherfucker on that shit like completely destroys your frames like you can't really get playable competitive frames out of it so it was useless you you literally scammed people it was like honestly the only thing that showed good dramatic performance increases was like the 2060 super the 2070 super which were the value proposition cards that came out only a year ago or whatever i think it's like a year and a half ago now yeah so like when you consider all that it's just like that's why this hype is about to be so amazing anybody who's sitting there like you know considering build a pc yeah build a pc is not really just for gaming i know we talk about gaming but at the same time i use davinci resolve on it, which is a cinematic filmmaking program. Like professionals of the highest quality use DaVinci Resolve to, you know, edit their videos. I use it to edit these videos, you know what I mean? And and make whatever I need to make. So like it, it it's a very good like investment just creatively for you. I, I mean, even for you, like it could be like used in, in, in ways for you. And like, I mean, it doesn't matter what you're doing. I mean, engineers of any kind, I mean like anybody could just benefit from having something like this in their crib. Like real, real talk. Like there's a way you can make a usage of it. So, like I don't know. I'm just dumb hype. Dumb hype for this shit. I think it says it comes out on the 16th. What is that? 16th is two days from now. So Wednesday. Something like that. Yeah. Wednesday. Shit. So, so I'm dumb hype. Let's. So now that we got that topic out the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, a good segue is the fact that you wanted to discuss the consoles as well. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right, actually. Before we mm-hmm. jumped off of technology, guys, we should talk about the uh, the new consoles coming out. Because I know we, you know, we're talking about the, the, the PC side of things, the graphics card side of things. This kind of, like, applies to that because the big thing around the consoles is that they're getting that beefier um, hardware. They're going to have AMD multi-core processors, you know, in the 3700, the 3600X range, you know. They're going to have really potent capabilities. And I mean, you know, the offerings is just crazy. I mean, you got the Series X, which is the technically the most powerful. PS5 is um, really, really strong as well. Almost pretty much P- uh, Xbox Series X performance. But they have all the exclusives. And then you have the Series S, which to me is about to be like the greatest value of all time at $300. You know, you get to get up to 1440p, I think 144 hertz gaming. Something Excuse like me, that, depending yeah. on the title. Like, and that's... um. That's amazing. Like, you know, at two ninety nine, dollars 99 I don't know if PlayStation is going to cancel that. Yeah. That's like, you know, it's of the Switch. You're that's getting the price that of much. The Switch. That's and, crazy. And it, it's that. literally the size of the Switch, too, which is crazy. Like, so that's tiny. the crazy part. 
Yeah, it's super, super tiny. So, you know, like that's going to be just crazy to see. You know, I'm not really into console wars and all that shit because, you know, everybody, they got the fanboys like, oh, uh, you know, Sony, PS5, this. And if you get an Xbox, you're corny. I can't believe there's grown men on the Internet that literally sit there and type those things out all day and try to <laughs> shit on people for wanting a console. Like, is that really a thing? Like, why? Like, why are people that immature? Like, to me, I, I don't know. Like, it's just like that shit irks me. I'll be honest. It's the irkiest thing to see. And mm-hmm. I literally see like thousands of grown men do it. And I'm just like, nah. Chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out, chill out. Get what console if, you want. Yeah, just get whatever you want. Doesn't yeah, matter. get whatever you want. It doesn't even fucking matter. I'm definitely gonna. I think I'm a cop a series S because I, I definitely think I want into next gen. I'm not. I'll probably not even get any games, which is stupid. But like, I'm gonna you get know, a PS5 just, actually because yeah. I just want to get the exclusives for that. That's it. Just to play the single player games that come out for it because I'm like I did miss out on a few, so I'm like, all right, this generation I got to do that. Just you know, I have it off to the side, like. I'll get yeah. the, the the whatever smaller one they come out with. Yeah, do you, that but that's the thing. Do you think they're gonna come out with a smaller one? I don't know if they're coming with one, bro. That'll be crazy. If they don't, then I don't know. They just have the PS Five at like five hundred, and then the digital at four fifty. I mean, I think they're coming with the price on the on Thursday, so we're gonna we're gonna find out soon what their pricing yeah. is gonna be. And I mean, you know, people are gonna be able to decide. You know, hey, you know, what do you want to spend your money on? And I think. That'll be arrogant of them. They, I think they have to try and respond somewhat. Like, whether it's maybe not immediately, a couple of months down the line, they'll probably have something to address that because at $300, with the pandemic having had occurred, you know, money is going to be a lot of people's unemployment. They're going to be shopping with unemployment for their kids, which is crazy for holidays. You know, <laughs> Series S might fall into their budget, so... Um, That's really what it's going to come down to. The budget, yeah. the lower end of the console is mm-hmm. going to dictate at least a lot of the kids what you're going to get. Yeah. So, like, you know, we'll, we'll see. I think it's going to be pretty interesting. I mean, that's, you're right. Like, for that purpose, like, you know, the 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 purpose of exclusives, like, if you're into that, the PlayStation has them beat. Like, they're going to have access to every game. I mean, there there is exclusives they don't have, too. But, I mean, you have to be into Xbox exclusives as well for that. So, I mean, I don't. To me, it's like, you know, it doesn't even matter. Like, I, I can live I can live without playing the exclusives, but at the same time, like, the only exclusive I think I wanted to play that they had was, uh, what did they have? They had the, no, Second Row came out on more than PlayStation 4, did it? Or is it only on PlayStation yeah, no, 4? No, it's on Steam. Oh, it's on Steam too, right? So Second Row yeah. is on Steam. What game did they have? Steam, those Ghosts. I wanted to play that. I did want to play, play that. that. Yeah. What? I was sad. I was sad. I was gonna ask my brother I mean, if I could yeah. borrow his PlayStation Four because Shola got a PS Four. So, but um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it depends. It depends. It really does depend because I'm not gonna lie. I am used to an Xbox man. If I can have to pick up a PlayStation remote again, I might I bark. I might I bark, don't. bro. I might barf. Yeah, I still play on the controllers. Just got the the Elite Two right here. Take yeah, no, nah, I keep now. keep the wireless Johns right here, but. Like, you know, it's so crazy. When I pick this up, it feels like a foreign device. I'm definitely a keyboard and mouse guy now. Like, yeah, no, you, you, you do that shit really good. <laughs> yeah. But man, yeah, no, nah, that's it for, for our uh, technology segment. I hope you guys got yeah. your technology bug out the way. Um, but shit, on to the NBA playoffs, bro. NBA playoffs. I don't know, man. It's been a... It's been a tough yeah, week, man. It's been a tough week yeah. for me, man. It's been a tough fucking Nasty. week. Nasty. Nasty. Right, they about to go home? They about to go home? Is that what's up? <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. At this point, let's just say this. I'd be shocked if the Clippers win game seven on Tuesday. 
I'd be dumb mm. shocked if they win game seven. Because, like, to me, to give up two 16-plus point leads, because they gave up 16 points, I think it was on Friday evening, and then a 19-point lead on, on Sunday, which makes no sense. Like, it just makes absolutely no sense, bro. Like, you can't give up that much points to the Nuggets, no matter how good they are. Like, because a lot of people aren't giving them credit, too, which to me is just as yeah. offensive. Like, people are shitting on them for whatever reason. The Nuggets are a damn good team. I mean, you know, you know, Jamal Murray didn't just come off averaging about 50 on 50, 90, and like, what, what was it, 50s, like 60, 90? Yeah, it was like 60, 60, or in 90 yeah, or something. like 60, 60, 90% shooting. Like, you know, he didn't just average that against the Utah Jazz, which is considered one of the top 10 defenses in the league. With a defensive play, former defensive player of the year in um Rudy Gobert, you know he didn't just do that. Like people just act like they're supposed to go away, even if they're down three one. Being down three one is not impossible to come back from yeah, if you not. did not see in 2016, like multiple times in 2016 or even in 2015. Actually, when you look at the Rockets, the Rockets did it against the Clippers. They did that before, and then even um. Golden State did it against OKC. You know, your OKC, unfortunately, bro, is what broke up the dynasty over there. Yeah. So people should not be shocked when they see the three ones. That shit has been happening pretty frequently in our lifetime. Like, and at the end of the day, I don't want to sit here and cop the plea because I'm not, I, like, I didn't sit there and pre-anoint the Clippers. Like, and say, yo, they fucking dominating everybody. The league is over. Da, da, da. Look. Put respect on AD and LeBron's name. I was respecting them from day one saying, yo, they're going to have to tr- see what happens with AD. I'm thinking on the wing, we're going to have a good, like, obviously, um, presence between Patrick Blever- Beverly, Kawhi, and George. Obviously, the playoffs has proven that to be a lie. Everybody has cooked those motherfuckers. Them motherfuckers can't play defense for shit. Like, they, they're just not good. They're not good. They're not. And, you know, mate, that's a little severe. But at the same time, Paul, I'm not going to lie. Paul George has lost a step. He's not as good defensively as he used to be. He just can't stay in front of any fast guard. And, I mean, Kawhi, he, he has good recovery defense, at least compared to Paul George. Paul George, it's like when Jamal Murray gets Paul George on him or anytime Kawhi went to the bench, if anybody was watching even in game six, specifically even in the, in the fourth quarter when um, I think they started Kawhi, he was resting. Or no, at the end of the third when they started resting him, Yo, Jamal Murray just started going crazy on Paul George. It's like he would just cross him over, put him in a pick and roll action, and it's just like he just would never be able to stay in front of him. Like all I'm saying is this: Th- that that team is is a fucking great team. Clippers are also a great team, but they're not the greatest championship team we've ever seen. To me, honestly, they might not even like. They're clearly not the best championship team we've seen in the last couple of years. To be honest, like. And I think this is what we were supposed to see. I personally like this style of basketball. I don't, I don't want my teams to just steamroll through the playoffs. I like, I like seeing competitive series. Like, so not to switch up the fucking subject, but the Rockets were a fucking huge just disappointment. And I don't mean to be mad vulgar, y'all. Like, like, yo, bro, yeah. it's crazy. Everybody was just on some bullshit saying, "Oh, um." Uh, you know the Rockets or the Lakers kryptonite, and uh, yeah. that's it. You know, like oh, they're just gonna cook uh, and all the jokes. And it's just, I don't really care. I'm just laughing that people said that, and that was the outcome that they got four one. Four one, yo, it's crazy, son. Like pretty much like Golden State, they just kind of just got them up out really, of here. Like- gentlemen sweep. It was here. Win the first game. Okay, never mind. 
Mm-hmm. We're just gonna yeah. run the rest of the games. Yeah, no, it's 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 definitely disappointing when you just consider that the numbers that Harden puts up during the regular season. I mean, the the uh, the greatness that Westbrook has shown before. I mean, the success the team has had overall, like all of that stuff. When you really look at it, bro, it's just kind of like, damn, I can't believe them motherfuckers has got gentlemen swept. Like, how the hell do you leave it at that point? Like, I really don't understand. Like, how do you leave it at that point? Like, where do you even go from there? Like, what is Harden's um, reputation in the league? What is Westbrook's reputation in the league? Like, are they considered... Everybody involved with all of this gotta get fired. Yeah, like, everybody gotta get fired. Daryl Morey gonna get fired for this? I don't think so. I I genuinely don't think so. I don't think Daryl Morey gets fired, but I'm pretty sure... um, definitely gonna be like, all right, motherfucker, you got some years to figure this out. All right, you got, like, another one or two years after that. Either you know recoup and get get us building or something. You got to give us some hope because at that point you're just running into a wall, bro. It's it's just so scary when you consider like all right, like 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 and who do they get rid of? The credibility of both of those players, rightfully so. I mean that's just disappointing that you know Harden, Harden, Harden throws up incredible fucking numbers in the regular season and he looks like the greatest scoring machine to ever exist on planet Earth. Then other nights he just doesn't do anything. Like that's just yeah. crazy to me. Like that's just me, wild. Yeah, it's the wildest occurrence. And it's just kind of like, you know, you you have to sit back and look at it like this. Like, you know, where is his place in greatness? Like, I mean I say in greatness, but in history, like like he, I, he admits regular season greatly, so obviously he's one of the greatest regular season players of all time. He's not even a question. Um, even same thing for Westbrook. I think I like you know this is just I guess a dual part type of conversation. But with the two of those guys, great like extremely good regular season players, MVP but, caliber players, clearly. But are they yeah. really like yo? I mean, like I can't. I guess like you know it doesn't make them not the best players in the league. Or like not amongst the best players in the league, but they're definitely not the greatest type players to have on your team that you're gonna need to like, or at least they can't be the alphas. They can't be the one and one. There's yeah. so many great players that just don't have to have their own team. You need help, or sometimes you need somebody else to to offset you there. But they both kind of occupy the same dominant role, so it mm-hmm. clearly didn't work. But also they need somebody else to rely on in that scenario. All the great teams that have ever existed to win a championship have at least two, three, four guys and a bench player, five guys mm-hmm. that all showed up. Mm-hmm. So I feel like, I feel like it's tough with these guys because you know what? This is just a funny, this, this is the funniest situation again with these guys. So like if you put KD there, do they win a title? Cause they had that shit before. They had that exact same team before. It's so crazy. It's so, so crazy. So to me, it's just like, I don't even understand. Like, why? Like, why? Like, it's so crazy. I don't even understand. Like, when you, it always comes down to like, oh, with the camera is like pulled out for yeah. a second. Yeah. But it's just kind of like, what the hell? Like, when do, when do we sit here and figure out like the concrete stance on, all right, do, can we say these guys need help? Or is it just, yo, they need to just get it done or they're not that good as, they're not as good as we think they are. You know what I mean? Because LeBron, like, I, you know, people always shit on LeBron for that. Like, LeBron says, we need this, we need that, we need this, we need that. Like, and they always trying to tear into them. Like, you know, Harden and them might not call for it or, you know, I don't know, look at Damian. 
Damian Lillard, we all respect Dame for it. He don't let's say, you know, if you want to come play with me, it's whatever, but I'm not, I'm just staying 10 toes down. So, like, are we going to just, like, salute people for doing that? Or are we going to just tear into them? Because I feel like, you know, Dame's not getting tore into, but, like, why should we tear into the, the Rockets then? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's crazy. Like, when you really start to sit back and stand back, take a look at that conversation. Yeah, uh, I find that interesting too. Like mm -hmm. the credibility, or yeah, to that point, not to divert too far from or diverge too far from the points that we were originally making, but I just find it funny. In you know, light Damien is probably going to look better historically because he stayed on the one team mm -hmm. and like tried to guess get through it thick or thin, but also like it's kind of odd in the, at the same time, like that they only got, but so good. Like he was so good, but they just could not get over the hump yeah. no matter what. Like, so at the same time, right. Like, okay, you stuck it out there, but your outcomes really didn't change. Like I'm points for loyalty, but at the same time, like you still didn't go anywhere, you know, yeah. like realistically, you know, at least Russell Westbrook has been to the finals. Yeah. You know, right? I mean, yeah, they've been to the finals at least. Yeah. They, they've at least been to the finals. You know? Yeah. That is a fact. So that's what separates them. That's what that is still what separates people. Yeah. Yeah. Because Dame went to the conference finals before. Yeah, he's been to WCF. That's when he lost to the Warriors. I think they got swept, or at least gentlemen swept. One of the two. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. But yeah. yeah, so you know, he's been there once, maybe. Yeah. So I you know. I guess it's just kind of right. Like your your teams just have not made it as far. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. you know, the numbers stack up, but you know historically, you just did not get that far. Yeah, and again, he hasn't won an MVP, right? Mm -mm. Not yet. I mean, I'm not gonna lie, and I don't even know. I mean, I hope he gets one. I, I think he's definitely had MVP like seasons. If he was supposed to win one, it should have been this year or the year before. But I don't know, man. Like. He would have to continue to put up numbers the way he's doing, like, but even better. That's so crazy, what, like, what the MVP what bar is, though. Yeah. It's so crazy. Like, when you think about the MVP season that Harden had, the MVP season that Westbrook had, like, the MV what it takes to be MVP in the NBA is insane. It really is. Like, like you got to be, like, astronomically better than everybody else. Everybody else. Like, yo, the type of season, like, yo, Harden was really putting up 60, like, for a week. So. Like, <laughs> he, was, yeah. he was just doing 40, 50, 60, 50, 60, yeah. 40. Like, it was just crazy. He, like, he had an MVP on, like, 35 points a game. And, like, the last person to do that was, like, Michael Jordan in like, or some shit. Like, who the fuck puts up 35 points a game? Like, that's an insane. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah, that's bro. Good at scoring. It it's makes, literally like I'm the best in the world at putting this ball in the hole. <laughs> like any which way it needs to get done. I'm gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's pretty much a fact. Like, I mean, I don't know, man. That's that's definitely gonna just be interesting uh, in general, seeing yeah. all that. And that's just the West. That's just the West. Yeah, I was about to shift over into the East. Yeah, you Yo, looking at the East. Damn, damn, Milwaukee. That's crazy. Oh, man. Milwaukee Bucks, man. Like, I don't even know what happened, yo, but they choked, bro. They just choked. They choked it up. They're what just not. What's what it say? say? I think. Is, is, is this also an exposure on Budenholzer? Because, uh, you know, even though the Hawks made the conference finals, they got swept by they the got swept. Man, they got swept by Honestly, yes, I think it says. You just got murdered and, like. He got exploited. He goes out yeah. bad in the playoffs, honestly. Unfortunately, really. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what it is, man. I don't know why. I, I, I just don't know. 
Because to me, like, they're essentially Spurs East. That's what they've been given the nickname. So, like, I kind of look at them to, like, as like a Spurs offense. But at the same time, I I think they're too stand-arounders. They don't move the ball enough. They definitely don't move the ball enough. Or when they're moving the ball, they just don't create the best opportunities. Like, Eric Bledsoe is not as good as, like, you know, unfortunately, the name says, like, you know, maybe Eric Bledsoe of old, when he wasn't uninjured, he had that athleticism. Like he was a really good guard. But, you know, new Eric Bledsoe is just, like, kind of, unfortunately, a broken down, athlete, like, formerly athletic guard. They never age well, those type of guards. Like, they need a really good, like, decision maker or, like, a high-volume guard. And I think that's where we get into that conversation of, like, you know. I heard that, like, uh, Chris Paul. Yeah, like, like Chris Paul. I was going to say, like, you know, who do, who do we put next to him to really make him a great guard? Because I thought that – I said a great guard, but a great pairing or a great, like, dynasty over there in Milwaukee because, you know, I was hearing Max Kellerman. He was making a really good analogy. I actually thought this was perfect. You know, a lot of people tend to compare Giannis to, like, a LeBron James or, like, all the dominant big great wings that we've ever seen in the game. Nah, Giannis is more of, like, a big man like a Shaq. Like, they got that correlation. They say he's Superman or he's the most dominant player, and Shaq's always giving him that nickname and shit like that because, like, that is just what it is. Like, he physically outpowers everybody. But that's just, like, when you put a brick wall in front of him because he's trying to, like, come downhill at you all the time at the top of the key, you know, eventually you're going to wall him off. And that's exactly what's happened to him. You need somebody else that can go and get their own shot. I really do agree with that. They say he's more like Shaq in the sense that he needs a Kobe on it next to him or a D. Wade, a high-volume shooter, somebody that can just go get their own shot, put the ball up, create opportunities not only for themselves, but but breaking down the offense because they create opportunities for themselves. They create opportunities for everybody around them. And then, you know, you got the big dominant that they can just dump it all to on a one-on-one and he's going to kill. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it's going to be. So I just think that if Giannis gets that one other superstar that's just a shooting guard, I don't know if that's a Chris Paul at the guard. You know, I think Chris Paul, you know, I would hope in another year he's still going to be one of the best players in the league like he showed. I mean, he didn't show a decline, but, you know, he is getting older. Like, he's up there. Right. So, you know, you got Chris Paul. I'm thinking, like, a Devin Booker, even a James Harden. I think James Harden, even though they have beef, as crazy as it is, they got beef, but they would be perfect for each other, son. A high-volume shooting guard with the big man that can also play the point. Like, oh, man, I don't know, man. It's so crazy, crazy. bro. They would be a dominant team. would be wild, too. I think Devin Booker would be the perfect fit. That's, like, a name that I don't think anybody should. But if Devin Booker could get on a team with him, it would be a wrap. Devin Booker and Giannis would fucking dominate. They would win the title. They would win the title next year. Easy. Be cooking like that. Yeah. I, would, that, I want to see Devin Booker in the playoffs. Like, I want to see if he if he really that's that's to me, like I do fuck with him heavy, but that's gonna yeah. let me know, like, oh, okay, like you about this basketball shit hundred yeah. percent. Like, I want to see that from him. So I'm oh, gonna no, see him I'm in, the you, playoff, in the playoffs. He, he, he would fucking average like 45 to like he would average a ton <laughs> of points. He he's he's a scorer, man. That dude is a pure scorer, somebody that could just get his own shot. He can create for Giannis, Giannis to create for him. I mean, he's a great spot up shooter, off the dribble shooter. I mean, they like you, you, you like that type of offense would be so dynamic, yo. I'm telling you, yo, Devin Booker, bro. I know Milwaukee is trash. If you can get your ass out to fucking Milwaukee, bro, I'm you telling mean you, Phoenix is trash. Or yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I know, yeah, but 
I mean, I know Mil- Milwaukee's trash in the sense of the city. Like, you know, Devin Booker is like a, a, oh, yeah, like yeah, a yeah. star. So I know he's going to want to be in like an L.A. or like a, a Philly or New York or, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the type of star I imagine him to be. Like, you know, unfortunately, though, like, if Giannis ain't trying to leave, I don't think Giannis will go to no fucking Phoenix Suns, though. Hell no. So, Mm-mm. yeah, Devin Booker should get his ass up to, to Milwaukee up north. And I'm telling you, get yourself a tight ice up north. I don't even know where Milwaukee is, to be honest. But it's in Wisconsin, G. Nah, you gotta know your dad. You gotta know your geography, man. Uh, <laughs> that's up north. That's yeah, that's, that's past Illinois. Wisconsin that's crazy. over there. It's over there in Wisconsin. <laughs> nah, yeah, Wisconsin. It's nah. the Midwest. Oh shit. Yeah. Come but, on, uh, you know it's the Midwest. They their logo that they uh they they have on the shit is Harley. Isn't it like Harley Davidson? The fucking yeah. big big bikes. No, I didn't know. I knew. I knew it was up north. That's why I said I say yeah. it's up north compared to at least Phoenix. I know where Phoenix, Arizona is. At, so I was like, I right, yeah. Phoenix is yeah. Phoenix is deep in the middle of nowhere. It's deep in the middle of nowhere in that corner of the country. Yeah. Um. But uh, I mean, other than that, though, I mean, yeah, you know, shit. Now that they bounced out, you got Miami. I think versus fucking what is it? Uh, South- Boston. Is it? Is that yeah. game tonight? Actually. No, it's tomorrow. Oh, it's tomorrow. tomorrow. Oh, yeah. okay. Tomorrow's both games. Yeah, man. All right, shut up. I got tired. I wanted to watch some of these games. Oh, uh, Ole got his NFL on, man. Fuck the NFL. That's how I'm feeling right now. I don't know, man. I'm not an NFL dude. I'm just not team NFL. Like, yeah, no. It's so crazy. Like, I, I just do not trust this going well. Yeah, no, I don't trust any of this going well, especially because um, the opening game, I mean, I don't know if you saw the, yeah. like, for, for multiple reasons, the opening game was corny, but they had fucking fans in the stands, bro. Like, that shit was crazy. And it, I mean, That's it wasn't max occupancy, but it's so crazy. And they kept saying, oh, well, it's, you know, it's not the max occupancy. So they have like about 15,000 people here. And I'm like, what? What? Like, yeah, I'm just 15, shocked. 15,000? Like, yeah. Like, I'm just shocked That's- out. That's like the size of a basketball arena. How basketball arenas go hold like fifteen to like twenty something thousand. I'm like, about, man, that's. I'm crazy. saying y'all gonna tell me like that? That's not gonna have been one of the breeding beds for COVID transfer. Like in a year, a week or two, when we find out that tons of outbreaks had happened in that city, or God forbid, I'm not gonna. Yo, hopefully I'm wrong. I don't want to be right. I wish we could go back to normal. That's just the thing. People yeah. think I'm wishing against it, but I, I just kind of understand. That 15,000 can't be in close vicinity of each other or trying to even do it safely in a way that makes sense. Where there's not going to be transferred, mask or no mask, especially when people, I don't know if like the the masks were required for entry, but I, I'm pretty sure I was seeing people sit down there with no mask on. So like, to me, it's just kind of like, I don't know. It was just a dangerous, it's a dangerous situation overall, specifically because the NFL is just so arrogant about how they want to handle it. Versus like the NBA, the NBA is being more conserv- um, safe. I don't want to say conservative, but they're being safe in the sense that they're just doing everything they can to ensure that there isn't a lawsuit. They don't want to get anybody sick. You know, maybe for next year, they might, if NFL goes well and there's like, there's no transfer, then yeah, maybe starting next year, they're going to do limited occupancy games, allowing people to come back yeah. in, you know, mass required or something, when, unless you're at your seat eating your food or something. I don't know. But like I just I hope uh I hope uh the you know I hope I don't know I just hope those series is, I hope the series come out good though at least between them and uh the Celtics and Miami and then overall 
just with the NFL, unfortunately, now taking over and shit. You know, I I, I hope like the NBA does. I hope it goes well. Yeah. I hope it goes well for the NFL. I mean, like, at least I hope it goes well for the players. Fuck the NFL. Fuck the organization of the NFL. Yeah, no. Owners, fuck all that. But I hope the players, I hope they they are safe and, you know, that shit works out. Nah, facts. That's a fact. Oh, shit. Did you see this weekend? I don't know if you saw that uh, before we hop off that NBA subject. Man, my son, Blood Wall, John Wall, Bloody Blood. That shit was crazy, bro. Bees. My son, with the bees, man. Big big bees, bitch. That's what I got. I'll never forget when he did that shit in game. He's like, big bees, bitch. I was like, oh, man, son. But, yo, you seen the out? Like, it was crazy, the backlash against my boy. Like, it's so crazy. I don't know what it is. I mean, I guess, like, that is a good conversation to have. Why does there, okay, or at least, you know, I grew up in the hood, I would say. I know you grew up, you know, in the hood. You know what I'm saying? We grew up in, like, areas of, like, I don't want to say poverty, but, but niggas poverty. wasn't wealthy. Yeah, not nah, poverty, honestly, though. Poverty. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like. That. That's yeah. Nah, yeah. facts, it was poverty. I lived in Arlington. That shit is poverty. So, yeah, if you lived in the harbor, if you live in Arlington, with all due respect, and I'm not shitting on nobody's house or hood right now, but it's, it's poverty. That, that's not exceptional living. It's not like living on the South Shore of Staten Island and Tottenville, if you go there and then you go into Mariners Harbor, regardless if you have a house, I'm sorry, you're living to in me, poverty compared to nice poverty, houses. Poverty to me is if you are one missed check away from shit blowing up on you. Feel me? Thanks. Like, if you suddenly did not get paid this week, it is a serious problem. Yeah. Because you don't have any savings because that's how it is. You know, I, I, I totally understand. I totally get it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's nothing wrong. I'm just saying that's what poverty is, that you just, you have no room for error. Your no money goes faster. Yeah, you're living it. paycheck to paycheck. If you're living paycheck to paycheck or damn near where it's like you, you don't have more than, I would say at least, if you don't, if you don't have more than 10% of your income already, like, it's like your yearly income saved, I would say that you're probably living somewhere in poverty. Like, you're probably close to poverty because 10% of your income, let's just say that's like $5,000 or something like that. Right. You know? And that's to say, like, not to, you know, you know, call people, oh, you in poverty. Like, you know, if somebody responds to this negatively, like, well, I, you know, I ain't poor. Fuck is you talking about? No, I want you to realize that just because you have nice amenities and shit like that around you does not mean that you're well off, you know? Yeah. Those are just things that should just be basic necessities or that you should be able to have. Like mm-hmm. all this shit when people be like, oh, you ain't put no money in your 401k or your LLC. Should have bought an LLC and said you buying Jordans. <laughs> like what? Like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm poor. I can't buy something for myself. There's no there's no room for enjoyment. Not, not a single one. You know, no yeah. room for enjoyment. They want you to be poor and sad. You can't exactly. have no happy. Oh, you bought yourself a TV? Oh, see, nah, this motherfucker don't got, you know, he lied. He don't got, he said he don't got no money. He got mad money. No, mm-hmm. that's just means you can actually do, afford just to do something for yourself like that. But you should be able to do that more frequently. Like, yeah. why are we, you know, like, it's supposed to be, I believe, like, it's the best number is like 30% or 20% of your yearly income would go to housing. No, that shit is closer to like 70, 80% yeah. is going strictly to just saying, Hey, I, this is money for me to live here another month. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's incredible. Crazy. how expensive rent like, is. Yeah. Rent is incredibly expensive. Big, 
human necessity, uh, something over your head, a place you can say, home, I can come back to this. This is a safe spot for me. You got to pay to live. You got to pay to live. So This shit is crazy, son. It's so fucking crazy. Like, motherfuckers can't just build their own house and just stay in it. Like, nah, you got to pay taxes for owning that pro- land. Yeah. It's, it's, yo, America's a ripoff, bro. It's a, And it's only America. America's like the, one of the only places in the world that operates the way it does. Did you know the other day I found out? I, I'm not going to lie. I did not know I that know America's the only place yeah. that had the yeah. fucking credit score. I, yeah. I, did, I did not know that, yo. That All is just... stuff it comes from. Bro, that is amazing. That is just like, yo. It's terrifying that one, to me, that I didn't know that. And that school never taught me that. They never brought it up at any point in my life that America is the only place in the world that has a credit score. not teach any financial literacy. Yeah, it's so crazy. And I took an economics course. Like, I know. Crazy. I'm going to tell you something. I, damn, we're getting so far off topic. Nah, I love it. I love it. I love well, it. We only got, like, I think one more topic anyways. After mm-hmm. this. Um, so schools, right? Schools that we, the incarnation of schools comes from the industrial revolution. It is not to make a productive member of society. It's to make the most productive worker, the most basic skills for you to, after this, you go get your ass in a factory and you start working. That's why you were able to get one of those jobs at 18. That's how it was. The, The school system is designed not to foster anybody, right? Like if you got, you know, if you learn differently from somebody else, you got to go for extra tutoring. And there's nothing you can do about it if that teacher does not teach you in the way that you could actually learn it. And mm-hmm. that's why you struggle sometimes. It's not that you're stupid or you don't understand. It's like, listen, you know, I'm a kinesthetic learner uh, where I do more with my hands or, you know, I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying somebody could be a kinesthetic learner where they, they're better with hands on action. But the teacher is somebody that teaches it in writing. And, you mm-hmm. know, they don't. They don't get that tangible way to get it done. And now you're at a loss for words, but they're going to be like, oh, he can't learn this subject. And then they're going to put you in a special needs class because they don't know what the hell is going on. And that's just the, the failure of the school system because it's not meant for any of that. The think about how the, the school ever really promote creativity outside of a few art classes and shit like that. No, I didn't tell you. It was like, this is what you have to do. No if, ands, buts about this shit. Sorry, who cares? There's mm-hmm. no for nothing, no discussion, no, none of that. That's just like prison in the sense that like, it's not, it's just teaching you discipline and not in a good way. That should always, right. That should always teaches you to just, you know, you got to respect the teacher. This not if a teacher, y'all, you know, they try to act like teachers don't be just, just as disrespectful to kids. Yeah, disrespectful to kids, like be just as most, yeah. That just hate their jobs, honestly. Yeah, emotionally abusive. Like, they come in, like, on some bad mood tip. Like, whether it's ha- they're having a bad day or, like, they just hate their job, just like you said. I was just about to they're say that. They're human beings, too. Like, for mm-hmm. better or worse, teachers are human beings. So they're going to be prone to, yo, if somebody pissed you off, they're going to say some shit out your mouth. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, teachers, you're saying that shit out of pocket to a 17 or 16 or 11, 10. Damn, in pre-K, you're yelling at a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's what the hell's wrong with you? Like the kid had nothing to do with it. You're just yeah. mad about other shit. But you're a human being, so for better or worse, like it's you're gonna be prone to shit like that. That's it's so crazy. funny though. I actually like that's crazy that parallel that you drew though. That it's you know like they get ready to work in the factory industrial revolution because it's so crazy. You know what I'm just realizing about school that um the the feeling of autonomy or in that factory line type of assembly like that is literally school you get online I, if you remember i mean support we get online to enter school 
like we have to swipe the card in online. And then once you get online, you're walking online, maybe let's say to get into the cafeteria. You have to get online to get into get your food. And you there's like a line like order and like they dish out the food in like an assembly like order. It's literally training you for factory like, you know, skills. Core curriculum stuff is just to make you somebody well for really basic skills, mm-hmm. a little bit of everything. There's nothing really intrinsic about the knowledge you're learning. That's why so many people lose what they learn in school. Mm-hmm. That's, that's yeah. not indicative of the people. That's indicative of how you learned it. It didn't mm-hmm. ta- it didn't stress the value of what you're learning. It just said you have to learn this whether yeah. you want to or not. You got to fucking learn this and you got to learn it X, Y and Z way. And you're only learning it for a test or some sort of marker to say, all right, if you pass this, then you know it. No, that doesn't really tell you that because guess what? Majority of the time, if you're studying for an exam, you're doing practice exams. You're just learning how to take that kind of test. That's exactly. not actually learning anything. That's not telling. That's not making you remember that information. You're just memorizing shit for just the purpose of passing right. that exact exam. I'm sure like your brother, had to. he got his degree. He got what? He, he got a, the first thing he got was his bachelor's, then master's. Um, or he went for his master's first. Uh, what Tunde? Yeah, no Tunde. He he actually got his med degree or so. Like he's trying no, to go no, for like. No, no, I know he got his med degree, but I'm saying, what did he do first? He got his oh, bachelor's. He just, went yeah, for he his just. Master's. Yeah, he he doesn't have his master's. Yeah, he just did his bachelor's. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he did his bachelor's, then is or is in or went to med school already. Um. Now he's he's submitted into med school, so he's doing now med he's school now. Med- yeah. <laughs> See, he got he to learn it still after going to the college. Yeah, that's crazy. crazy. Yeah, he technically only has a degree, if I'm not mistaken, I think in biology, if I'm not mistaken. So he does his thing in bio and then with that and the shit we're in regards to take right. passing He's the medicine to- school. Yeah. Crazy. Like he has to go to the other school to actually, all right, this is actually going to teach you. But that's why he, when you go and you're done with that, you actually know what to do. Right. Mm-hmm. You actually know what to do because, wow, somebody taught me exactly how to do this as mm-hmm. opposed to school teaches you the abstract concept of shit. You know, like computer engineering, you know, it's going to teach you about shit that if you end up doing IT or half of it, you're not going to need to know. Mm-hmm. Like it's way simpler than that. Like they over teach you or stuff like that. Or they just teach you like the well-rounded. But unless you're doing specific things with it, it doesn't all apply. So mm-hmm. it's just, just sometimes it just teaches you in a way that's too abstract sometimes. So I feel like that's why people just generally don't retain the information because the way our school system from top to bottom is structured is for, you know, test taking rather than did you actually learn it? Did you retention of information? Like explain it to me in a sentence or uh, do this and hands on, you know, like that's why I feel like at least technical schools help you a little more because you probably doing that shit hands on. Yeah. No, that shit, and that shit is actually a fact. Like that's honestly all facts. I can't even debate anything you just said. Like I'm, I'm actually even trying to think. I think we stemmed off of that off of the John Wall's conversation, right? That shit is so crazy. I don't even know how we got here from John Wall. I don't know. I don't know. Oh man, it's it's so crazy. I guess I, I mean, we said all that just to kind of come back and just, you know, the whole thing with the John Wall situation though, which is just hilarious. It's just. Like, I just feel like the outrage against the John Wall, it was just kind of like, it just felt mad anti-black, bro. Because, like, man, he ain't hurt nobody. That boy ain't hurt nobody, man. Why were so many people mad? The, the homies was I, I was I, people of color was I. The people, the culture that that retained to was absolutely fine. It's not harmful to anybody. And, you know, people always get it misconstrued. I tell people all the time, you know, the original definition of a gang or what it meant to the community 
It ain't harmful, bro. It's neighborhood watch. It's neighborhood watch. And most people that are in gangs, and I'm telling you this from somebody who grew up in and wanted to be a part of a gang, wanted to play gang. I'm, I'll be honest. Like, I've definitely w- was a part. I tried to, like, do that. I tried to be that. It wasn't me. I'm, I'm That's admittedly. I'm not, like, about that life. Um, That shit is more of just wanting to be a part of something. It's the equivalence to me of just being a part of a football team. It's the, like being a part of a group. I'm telling you, most of the time, you don't even fucking do nothing. I'm telling you, it's only when, unfortunately, you know, sometimes you can get involved with the wrong side of it. There is, like anything, there's the dirty side to anything. There's a dirty side to everything. And that's, most things, most of the time, gangs, I'm telling you, they just be crews. They just be crews that just grow up, just chilling, bro. I don't even know how else to explain it to you. It's either you're you're, you're a part of that culture or you're not. So... To me, that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, John Wall's been a blood. Everybody know he's been a blood. You don't, but you don't hear nothing about no John Wall getting involved in nothing in the streets, killing nobody. You hear about him giving back to the streets, though. You hear about his organizations, though, his donations to charity, all his good things in, on and off the court. You don't ever hear about nothing negative from off the court. So if you want to throw some signs or whatever and rep his set, let him rep his set. You act like just because he, like, I mean, yeah, I understand. Like, on video, maybe as a professional, it is what it is. Unfortunately, because of what society deems as professional and what's tolerable in the light for everybody to consume, yeah, you know what? That can't be on. It looks like he's a dangerous criminal. Like, I guess that's what it looks like. Like, yeah. even though he didn't do a damn thing, which that's the craziest thing. But then, like, you know, I'm supposed to watch some gung-ho video of some white dude with a gun and toting a gun and shooting guns and, you know, mm-hmm. America, let's go America, like, and you know, braiding some Middle Eastern thing and blowing up bombs everywhere and it says go USA and I'm I'm supposed to run to the polls and sign up and wanted to become to fight for my country like what's the difference like really what is really the difference like so I, I mean I don't know you know I don't know like that that shit just had me in the wrong mood I guess I, now, now that I think about it I'm like yeah dude, that shit suck I hate it uh, uh, lastly I think we should talk about this um on, I think a good note to to end on the last topic to talk about. You wanted to bring this up, I believe, last week, uh, but mm-hmm. we didn't have enough time, so I'll let you handle it. But it deals with podcasts or just media at large. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. The the, uh, the the old boy, man. Um, you know, I you know, shout out, shout out, my man. You know, and at the JVP man, Joe Budden podcast. You know, they've been going through a little bit of a struggle, I'm not man. Proud. I don't like Joe nah, I know. Nah, I know you don't. I know you don't fuck with Joe Budden, but I, I, I fuck with Joe Budden, and like I, I don't know, man. I just feel like because this at the end of the day, I feel like the like ex- unfortunately what he's going through at the end of the day affects like everybody, like and I think you know at the end of the day we all could relate like in being discriminated against at least in the workplace, you know whether it's like for in in a plethora of ways right now they're going through the contract war and i'm not and it's not even just for them like honestly i should hear on my docket i got a like a couple people that i feel like this has happened to but the feeling of having to outperform people to get paid and they're still not getting paid that is exactly what's going on in the podcast industry right now i feel like it's such a new industry in the sense that you know a lot of people are now getting paid from it you're seeing a lot of these lucrative deals these signings Spotify has kind of been at the forefront of that hundred million dollar Joe Rogan, Michelle Obama here, this and that podcast, this podcast, your Barstool Sports. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Bill Simmons. I think he's on there too. 
Like everybody, there's mad motherfuckers on that on that um Spotify shit, and they all get in the bag. Joe Budden shit come around, they not get in the bag. Now, obviously, there's a numbers thing, there's an algorithm thing that kind of determines that stuff. I can't sit here and act like I know the ins and outs. What I can tell you is that, and it's not even as somebody that just follows the podcast, it's just kind of as somebody that that's how I was brought onto the podcast. Motherfucker has been nonstop in the media for his podcast, uh, State of the Culture Show, Everyday Struggle. He literally made academics famous. He literally made academics famous. Like, he literally has been, like, picking up people and bringing them along the way, whether it's like a Jersey Jinx. Jinx was popular from Complex, but he kind of became his own type of media personality after fucking with him there. And, I mean, the list just kind of goes on and goes on. I've kind of just seen the the success on a the um, note that the dude has mad successful shows, you know what I'm saying? And can't get compensated as such. And it's, you know what I think disturbed me specifically about his situation? Because like, I, I mean, with all due respect, I think this is a, another classic case of the Kanye situation with Nike. Like, and Joe honestly realized that like he, he he's somebody who notoriously hates on Kanye West, which is crazy because I like Kanye West, but I also fuck with Joe Budden. And this motherfucker just hates on Kanye West. He hates on Kanye West specifically because he felt like he was entitled prick that, like, I don't know. I guess he didn't deserve, or it's, I don't know. He just felt like he was entitled prick. I think that's literally Joe's thing. But it's so funny because Joe is just like him. Like, and he's feeling exactly what he felt from the standpoint of, like, yo, you could be mad successful. This motherfucking Kanye had to, I don't even know how much money he made off of just the Yeezy one and two and the couple of colorways that he did with Nike. That shit in itself was probably a billion dollar shoe. Like it's 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 so crazy how much money that those sneakers made, and it's so crazy that he could not even get the the rights to his own whatever he wanted. I don't know what he wanted, but y'all couldn't tell me that it was too much. What what kind of like what kind of request could he have made, or even I'm thinking even with Joe Budden, what could they have made that it's like I right, it's too much when you know they're getting a million streams a week or two million streams through like whatever the numbers was, they was getting some outrageous numbers at times. I remember the Pusha T Drake situation happened at the height of that motherfucker. And they dropped those episodes and, you know, it went up and they looked at the numbers. Bro, I'm talking about in a day they was doing like million, two million. Like like this podcast was heavily listened to. So I, I feel like they have grounds to be a little disgruntled. And I just think, you know, in the industry right now, it's just kind of like disgusting that we just have like. I don't know, like, just is it still anti-blackness, like, just Claire's day in corporate? I feel like that should happen to me in my last job, to be quite honest and quite frank about it. Like, I feel like I performed really, really well, did a lot of shit, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I was overqualified. It showed every fucking day. And that shit, the shit, bro, at all my jobs, it showed. At, at every single job, it showed. And Best Buy, they was telling me that I was doing work that their IT guys in their corporate jobs was doing and making six figures for. Like, they was telling me that shit every year. Like, that made me happy. No, that made me fucking sad that I was a black 18-year-old kid that couldn't get a job in corporate because I was a black 18-year-old kid that said that I need experience when I didn't need that experience. It was clear as day I knew how to do that job already. So it's just crazy. It's it's crazy. Like, the the whole idea of just feeling, you know, as a black guy, I guess I can relate to that shit regardless of, you know, whatever, you know, the situation is with Joe. Because Joe, like, unfortunately with him, like, you know, his negativity... Or like whatever people may deem to be negative around him, like you know, I, I don't know. To me, it's up for, for, I don't know. It's subjective, I guess. I don't know. It's it's whatever you want to paint the picture of. But like that shit is, 
it's, it's just crazy. As like a black man, I could just relate to it. And like, you know, people will just get on you for that. So like, you know, he was looking at like Charlamagne. I feel like, I don't know, Charlamagne. I don't know. He's a motherfucker. I can't even, I don't even want to get into him because honestly, that's just going to get me tight. That's just going to get me tight. But like just that yeah. shit going on. You got Kanye West at Nike. The same type of shit happening over there. Like, I don't know. I don't know with America, like just this racial situation. It just seems like in every single facet, regardless of what it is, I don't know if it's like me being 26 now, I just notice it more, especially because I'm involved in just being Could a professional. Be. Yeah, you know, you notice it more. Like it's something as a kid, like you just didn't see it or you felt like you didn't see it. You thought that the sky was the limit, but you just realized that it might not be the limit because there's motherfuckers in your way. And it's just like, okay, do you maneuver around them or do you have to maneuver through them? Like, how does that work? And that shit is just crazy. Like, I don't know. It's, there's it, always, there's never complete success stories with, with black people. That's why it's, it's crazy when it's like, I, I hate that, you know, every, you, I mean, not to divert too many, divert too far, not too many. Um, <laughs> but like when people talk about like, you, you know, there's, I do, I personally don't like a lot of uh, black films like because a lot of them deal with trauma. Not mm-hmm. entirely all of them, but like a lot of more recent ones. Like I, I dislike slave movies. I don't want to see another slave movie anymore. Like mm-hmm. I think it's just like I, I want to see bl- uh, stories that are black, that are happy, that are successful, that win at the end. Like why do we constantly have to see this trauma? So, but that's that's it in real life. Yeah, like you can get as far as you can get, but you could have got farther, but so you know something held you back. Again, mm-hmm. there was just you know like you can be you know the top of the charts, but there will be something holding you back. You know, yeah. like that's just, it's always something crazy. Yeah. It, it's so hear, crazy. Very few I, people, if any, black people. Like you gotta, you really gotta sit back and, and think about ultimate it. Ultimate success stories. Like, look at it. That's Spotify to get paid, bro. You gotta be the, the wife of the first black president and the most educated first lady ever to get a deal over there. Motherfucker. That yeah. shit is crazy. That's fucking scary, man. And I'm not sitting here saying nobody else is getting a deal, but I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure Michelle Obama not getting no deal that Joe Rogan got. That money that he got, she ain't getting that money. That's so, and that's just so crazy to me. You know, yes, he probably. I mean, regardless of whatever numbers he has, I don't, I don't care what numbers he has. Like, I hate that. That, that should, yeah, like you know what I'm saying. I don't know. His podcast is trash, to be honest. People only watch it because it's the fight podcast. It really is just because the fighters go there and they just talk. Like, it's just a fight podcast. So if you, like, I mean, at least from what, you know, and I, I don't know. Like, I know UFC it has, just has don't get tight at me whoever on sure. there, no matter who the fuck yeah. they are. And and I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do tune into those random Ooh. episodes, too. Like, I've listened to his podcast. I don't want to sit there and shit on him. But I could sit here and tell you this one. I definitely listen to more Joe Budden podcasts than the Joe Rogan podcast. Just Joe Rogan way- has, <laughs> when I mean anyone, he has anybody. He, he has straight up. Yeah. Oh, right, dudes on his shit. He yeah. gets whoever a platform and like views it all equally. I'm like, bro, you have no idea what you're doing with this fucking podcast. Like how dangerous that is that you're just having whoever just spew their Nazi shit on your podcast. And you're just like, mm, yeah, yeah, that's cool, dude. What? No, yeah. no, none of that shit is cool, dude. Cut that shit out. No, nah, that shit is. Uh, I got Joe. Yeah. That man off the rocker. Gotta be all, but but shit, is that it for us? No, nah, I think, I think that's, that's all. I think that's all today, man. I got my my ran off. You know what I'm saying? Also, I mean, shit, racism in photography. Fuck that shit too, man. Shout out Valandi, man. I don't know that oh, any at Valandi's. If you fuck with him on Instagram, Twitter, that dude, 
black photographer man the racism that's another area where it's just crazy because i actually just seen it in my pocket it's just crazy so like he he's another one super successful super dope photographer that just don't get shine everyday niggas is coming at him because he captures guns and niggas in the hood and the shit that's around him the shit that's around him he's not glorifying nothing that like they're not killing nobody they're not doing nothing they're they're they they're literally exercising their uh, uh, first amendment rights like everybody else second they got done. second sorry Second Amendment rights. What's the first? The first one is freedom of speech. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> so the second. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, the freedom of speech to point these motherfucking guns and do what they want right. and do it. I don't know, right. man. That's it. But, but they're they, doing it, so. They're doing what they want, man. Like, and I mean, they have their right to express that if, if that is their speech. If he wants to speech, like, you know, through photography, he's expressing that shit. they taking pictures of guns. People shouldn't be treating him different from them, though. And that's, I guess, what I mean. That right to expression, I guess. You know? Right. But shit. yeah, that's it. Sign off on that, too. All right, then. Well, that has been us here at the Tusta City Podcast, episode 27 in the books. Thank y'all, as always, every week for tuning in and listening us ramble for another hour and 12 minutes. (laughs) Uh, We appreciate y'all, and we will see y'all in the next one. I am Fax Mindy. That is 24K. Peace.